It is the Frank and Friends show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. And uh, we're doing our, our show. Um, I guess this is the third episode of our um, of our podcast show. So mm-hmm. thanks. I mean, it's yeah. going. It's going well. I think. I mean, if know. it's not if it's not holding your interest or anything. Um, why would why would you suggest that? Well, uh, you know, we've got the website frankandfriendsshow.com where you can mm-hmm. see the episodes. We of course uh, also want you to subscribe on YouTube. Smash that button. And uh, since I put the audio version on the, it's, it's working its way out to all the different uh, podcasting apps. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's on iHeart and I believe it's on Apple Podcasts already. But there's a few I have to check because I changed the RSS feed. Um, but uh, what I'm actually curious about is what you're doing. What do you mean? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm stuffing envelopes. But I mean, it's it, when the show started. I know you were stuffing envelopes before we started the show. Do I need, do I need to pause well, and let you finish stuffing envelopes so we can go on with the program? You know, I'm a woman. I can multitask. Oh. Oh. You're <laughs> sexist, are you? <laughs> Saying that I can't multitask, that I can only do one podcast at a time? I'll show you. <laughs> Get Casey Beeman on the phone. <laughs> Be careful, Siri actually might. <laughs> well, I did do a guest spot on the uh, Dick's House of Sport podcast. I know. And uh, so I, might have been, I guess it's coming out, or maybe it's out. I'll have to check. But that's um, with everything, you know, being the internet being so crazy lately. That, uh, well, you do have to let us know when it is. Well, I think, yeah. I think I'm, I'm probably... Came out the day we're recording this episode, so I should have checked before I opened my mouth. Oops. But I didn't know I was going to say that. <laughs> so seriously, though, you're stuffing envelopes. I'm stuffing envelopes for, you know, Marvel City Opera's Fancy Diving for Pearls. May I? Of course. I was actually trying oh, to find one. this one's not one. for me. I was actually trying to find one that was addressed to you, but... I will be turns... getting one. No or not? Um, no, you know why I won't be getting one? Because I already bought my ticket. You already did. No, for Jerry. I bought one for my t- wife, Jerry. But this is the event that you are actually, you Am know... I, do, I get, I make, do I get a mention on here? Um, nope. Wow. We failed. <laughs> <laughs> we completely failed. Oh, Kayla Beard got mentioned. She most recently subscribed to our YouTube channel. I was notified. Oh, good. That Kayla is our uh, most recent uh, YouTube subscriber. Fantastic. Thank you, Well, Kayla. no, I mean, these other people gave a lot of money to have their names on here. It is true. Like you and James. Whereas I am just, you know, waving my... my uh, in- relatively low fee. Now, I do have another idea, Frank, that if you are open to... Oh, did I put it in backwards? That's yeah. okay. I'll if, fix it. I, I want to stuff an envelope. I can, may not be able to multitask like a woman, <laughs> but I will eventually... Thank you. I will eventually get it just I so. I was proving my point. Yep. I appreciate that. You, do, you are correct. Um, you are, you are, you are but a winner. I do know a way you could possibly convince me to redo these and put your name on it. To give you the money to reprint them? Well, no. How? What? What would I have to do? Okay. The event is called Diving for Pearls. Yes, that that's a famous opera, isn't it? The the Pearl Fishers. Pearl Fishers. And um, I was thinking it would be really. It's also you people are known for holding their breath for extreme long periods to dive for pearls. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I was thinking it would be really cool at the event to have a huge tank. Yeah. With like a ball pit. Uh huh. (laughs) <laughs> but like white, you know, balls so that they look like pearls. Oh, okay. And okay. actually have like pearls inside it uh-huh. so people can like jump off. Like it um, uh, Beyond the beyond Lens. Beyond the Lens, exactly. Where they have those little space alien, alien heads. Yes. Except you would have... It has pearls. Basically Easter eggs or whatever in there and, and yes. a ball pit and we would dive yes. in. 
and you can yes, and hunt you put for real your pearl. pearls at the bottom. That's right. And so I thought, well, how am I going to get you know the size tank and the botanical gardens that I need? So I know you have a pool here. <laughs> so we're moving the fundraiser to my house. <laughs> that we're doing. I mean, you want your name on it? I just well, uh, what I better mean, way? Ah, oh, that would be a lot. Of, that would take a lot of work. Um, well, the bad news, Catherine, yeah. is that uh, we recently celebrated the saddest day of my pool year. The oh. one that the one that makes me just um, actually actually does make me feel down in the dumps is when we pull up the shroud and put the pool to death or sleep, really, for six months. And it sad. it just happened because I had to make the call. I had to make the call to Pool Man and say, hey, I need to get on a calendar for like mid-October. You know, I thought, because I looked at the weather, I thought, you know, I can probably squeeze in a few more pool days. And he wrote back and said, um, well, no, it's going to be early October uh, because that's the day I can come. And I, I, rather than say no, I thought, well, I, I'm being, this is a message because the day he told me uh, he was coming happened to coincide with the day that we really start Scholars Bowl, the day of our tech rehearsal okay. for Scholars yeah. Bowl. And I have learned over the past five years that I need to close the pool when we start Scholars Bowl because I don't have the time to go out and clean it because the later you get in the year, when you get into October... The harder it is to clean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the leaves the, start to fall. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. once, so as much as I regret having to shroud it up um, it's shrouded now until April. So, so you're saying you're depressed now that the pool is closed, and now I have to go into a depression because I can't use it for my fabulous idea. Well, what are we going to do? Drain it and fill it with uh, plastic balls? Yeah. <laughs> and then you're going to pay to refill it? You can it? definitely have your name and, on the back of this program. And then, no, it's not worth it. <laughs> and then you're going to pay to refill it? Yeah. Okay. I'll have to get Jerry to show you the water bill. <laughs> the last time we drained it and refilled it, how much water it, how much it cost in water? Okay. It's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I mean, probably, probably three hundred dollars so in water. It. Yeah, no, it's not, not worth, worth it. it. <laughs> we'll have to get a whole sponsor for draining the pool. And yeah. And refilling the pool. Yeah. I mean, that but could I open up possibilities for for pool people. But I think we could pool get sponsors. a nice indoor pool. I mean, excuse me, above ground pool. Would be make sense. We yes. get a, or even just a giant kiddie pool or one of those inflatable ones that they have. Um, That's true. And we could put that at oh, the botanical yeah. garden, and then Jerry Becker can uh, stand there in Wait the middle, in the... and uh, people can swim yeah. out to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. I mean, That's an idea. You can pay. It's like an auction item. You can pay to to dive into to the ball dive pit. into the ball pit. And I mean, it makes sense to me. Collect a pearl from, from makes, Jerry Becker. Makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what else have you been up to since our last uh, since our last episode? Oh, so many things, Frank. Um, I mean, you've got us off to a good start with all that because it you know, reminded me of, of a couple of different things that I've been up to. But um, namely is your name. My name? I didn't tell you this. No. That uh, your name and the way you spell your name has apparently risen in prominence. Fantastic. Electronically in my life. Fantastic. I love the sound of this. Okay. I would like to share with you um, here's some text messages. Oh, here. I just saw the one. Don't be alarmed. I let myself in. <laughs> <laughs> I did break into the house. It's no, all I, dark. I mean, I... Oh, did I, I forget to turn off the, turn I, on the lights? Yeah. I said hello a couple times, but no one answered, so I thought... Well... I'll just break in and then turn. We I think we were on the phone with... Um, I think you were. ...with yeah. um, my daughter and Charlie. So, all right. So, I was on the... Um, 
Well, I'm going to tell you how I went to Nashville. Okay. Since last we spoke. Okay. And my sister Catherine. Not me. Not you. My sister Catherine is C A is a C A T H E R Catherine. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you're a K A T H R Y N Catherine. Yes. Yeah. So my sister Catherine had gone to Nashville to go to. for a vacation for a few days, and I said, "Why don't you come over and see me?" And of course, she won't. Uh, <laughs> she flew to Nashville. Okay. And she said, "Why don't you come over and see me?" And I'm like, uh. "So I agreed to drive over there to Nashville and end up really, in effect, being her Uber, so that I could help her move from the Margaritaville Hotel to the Opryland Hotel." Good. Um, because they were going to a show at the Grand Old Opry. That sounds nice. But. I had a nice visit, and I have more to tell you about all that. Uh, but I wrote to my family. Uh, they were saying, you know, what, what did you do? How do you, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. It's typical, you know, family business, you know, from Aunt Johanna and Aunt Grace and my sister Alicia and pictures and blah, blah, blah. So I wanted to chime in. So I uh, voice texted while I'm driving to uh, Nashville. I wrote, I drove over to Nashville on the way home and had a nice visit with Catherine and with our cousin Megan, who is my... It's weird that there's another Megan. She's my first cousin once removed. Okay. My cousin Tom's daughter. She's 23 and a twin. And so they wrote, how wonderful, how wonderful, how wonderful. But then my other sister says, glad you had a nice visit. You spelt Catherine's name wrong. Wow. Yeah. You know. Are you using voice recognition? Well, I think it's interesting that she thinks that my name is spelt incorrectly. But then I did it again. (gasps) because <gasps> <laughs> I'm talking to the thing and I'm driving down Interstate 40 and so um, I put that I got there after Catherine and her friends had eaten but I did get a cheeseburger at Margaritaville which seemed in a, which seemed appropriate it did especially if you were there with me K-A-T-H-R-Y-N no I wasn't I was there with C-A-T I know but but, the, but now this is just irritating my, my sister even more that the phone autocorrects Catherine my sister to Catherine my co-host well, you know, Catherines are very particular about the spelling of the name. Well, yeah. In fact, when you meet I'm a Catherine, Francis, I'm a Francis, and I'm extremely particular about how you spell Francis. Well, I don't know if you've met any other Francises and if they are particular about how they spell their name, but Catherine specifically always ask, oh, yeah. you're a Catherine, how do you spell your name? I mean, you it's like to. part of to. the conversation. You absolutely, of course, yeah. I get that. Yeah. I totally get yeah. that. Because I know many Catherines who have many different spellings, and I know at least two other your Catherine's. The correct way. I know at least four, three or four other of my sister Catherine's. Right. And then anything in between. Pick a thing. I know a, a Kathy, a K-A-T-H-I. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, my grandmother, being from England, she really wanted my parents to spell it. Spell it the way your sister spells hers. Because that would be like Catherine of Aragon. Right. Yeah. That's very, very, very royal. Very royal. Was she the first wife of Henry VIII, Catherine of Aragon, or was she the sixth wife? You know, he had so many wives. Six. He had six. That's so many. But I mean, one of them was Catherine of Aragon, and I can't remember which was which. I don't know. Well, I'll go look it up real quick, because that's important to me. Okay. Catherine of Aragon. Dead. Let's see. The <laughs> um, uh, first wife. First. So she was the first wife of Henry VIII. Yeah. There you go. Well, anyways, that was a part of my Nashville trip, and I have more to tell you about that. Great. But I'm glad to know. You should be happy to know, I guess, that you've risen electronically in prominence. 
I think that must mean that we communicate a lot. <laughs> um, it did. Yeah, I, I had a, a I was running out of memory, or I had a notification or something. I said, "Do you want to delete top messages?" And, it, and there you are. <laughs> there I was. Yeah, in the top messages. <laughs> I'm somehow not surprised by that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of a lot of nonsense going back and forth, screen grabs, and here, can we go to this place? Can you prepare? You know, blah blah blah. Yeah. Couple time, can we meet up to carpool over to Pigeon Forge? And we used to never talk at all. I know. That was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> we were so sad back then. No, it was. <laughs> See, no, no, I, we talk. We're so much happier. I know, life, but, I, you but know? I, I don't know how. I'm not very good with emotions, so I don't know. Am I supposed to wait? How do I react to this? There's how, no right or wrong. How way would to a normal react. person react to this situation? <laughs> I don't know what to do. Don't you want to talk about Steve's tree service? Who wouldn't? <laughs> of course, I would. <laughs> I got a, a text from Steve the other day. Um, you know, he, he's uh, he, a loyal listener to the radio station where I work, and it's always a joy to hear from him because. His favorite band is Sticks. Good choice. He works for a tree service. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I see the irony there. Sticks, tree service. And uh, Steve serves all of the greater East Tennessee area, Knox County, Sevier County, Blount County, Loudoun County, Anderson County, Jefferson County. And I had him do work here. That's how we really got involved in all this, is he took down some trees almost exactly a year ago. It was Halloween weekend last year. And um, I was so happy about it because it made the pool uh, sunnier. Um, nice. It cleared up the view. My neighbor Nancy called me up one day and she says, man, what a great view. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> of the other neighbors. But it was... <laughs> no, so anyway, they did a great job. They're 100% insured. They got all the uh, workers' comp and the liability. And their technique is I talked to... I got estimates from one guy that were going to try to... I'm going to have to take down a fence and come in with this bucket truck and try to do things. And Steve's like, really? I got tree climbers. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I got these guys. They should go be lumberjacks. Well, that's what they do. They, he's got these guys who have the things on their heels and, yeah. they, and, the, and the straps. And remember what we yeah. saw at Lumberjack Feud? Yeah. I saw it in real life in my oh, backyard wow. because they would go went up to this wow. very tall tree and they're lopping it off safely and they tie off the limbs. And I kept thinking, don't break my fence, which they didn't. Don't get anything in my pool, which What's they didn't. And, and they just, it's just amazing the way I'm trying to indicate that this limb would come swinging down to right where they are ready for it to be and then they drop it. Wow. Because it's all science, you know? That's impressive. Yeah. So I, I thought they did a great job, and they'll do a great job for you. You can call Steve's Tree Service here in East Tennessee at 865-257-6214. You know, my parents actually had their trees cut down in front of their house. In Texas. In Texas, yeah. Which, you know, seems like a strange idea. But they had the solar panels put up. Oh, in the front of the house. In the front of the house. My yeah. wife wants the... Well, Steve, um, I guess you can put an estimate together if you want. But my wife will, would like to have some of the trees out front ch- changed, taken down. Yeah. I kind of like them, but she doesn't. So well, we it's them to... a lot of money, actually, having those panels up, I guess. Yeah. So for the well, that's not a bad idea. It was a very shocking realization going home because they had it done during the pandemic oh so you went home to a house you didn't recognize anymore yeah and then i bawled on the front steps and what kind of trees were they that were so just i don't even know what kind of trees they were just large big trees they well were if you're going to have emotional attachment you should at <laughs> least have some basic idea if they're oaks or maples or elms or ashes i just wasn't being serious about my emotional attachment oh okay yeah well now you are yeah steve was telling me that um the chestnut tree in this area is 
I don't know if it's endangered or if it's just, it's not, it has died off to such a degree where it's now protected. And when he came across somebody who wanted to have a chestnut tree cut down, he's like, no, 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 no. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. They didn't know, that person didn't know what it was. Wow. Yeah. That's and there's a few of them in the Smokies, but they're, something must have happened over the time. Not allowed to cut them down. Yeah. So if you have a chestnut tree, call Steve. He, he's excited about those. He'll help you save them. Yeah, that's great. Protect them. Yeah. That's great. Well, let me tell you more about the Nashville trip, though, because I get, I drive over, you know, I get I, all the way. It's two and a half hours. And um, I meet my sister outside of some restaurant where they've just had brunch. So I'm starving, and she's just had breakfast, and it's noon or one o'clock. Good timing. So that didn't work out. So she says, well, I'll drive you over to the Margaritaville Hotel so she can get her stuff and check out. And we get to the lobby, and she says, oh, this cousin Megan is coming over. Okay. Uh, now, Megan and her twin sister, Erin, have moved to Nashville to become singers. Nice. To become professional musicians. What kind of singers? Like a pop, pop rock, R&B type okay. of thing. And they write their own material? They have started to, but I immediately, in the course of all this conversation, I said, I'm going to hook you up with this 70-year-old man I know who is a songwriter. Awesome. In, and knows the Nashville circles, and they've already communicated, and he's already told them about some Nashville songwriting group and some other things they should go attend. That's fantastic. So, networking. Yeah. So, um, and, but this cousin Megan refers to me as Uncle Frank. And I, it just was a little jarring to me because I, I guess it makes sense. Because what do you call an old person? Who's who, a cousin. Who's a first cousin once removed. You don't really actually, well, thanks, first cousin once removed, Frank. Because what else are you going to say? Her father is my first cousin. So. Yeah. Her great-grandmother is my grandmother. You know, so we're, anyway. Kind of like an adopted uncle. Yeah. And I don't even remember. Yeah. I, I, I really, uh, probably the last time I saw her, she probably was a toddler. You know, I mean, she would have been very, very, very little because um, she's 23, you know, and I'm, it's been a while. <laughs> is she good? Yeah, they have an EP. I listened to their EP on Spotify on the way nice. home. Nice. It was good. Cool. So they show up, she shows up, and we're waiting for her in the, uh, in the lobby. But then meanwhile, my sister Catherine gets a phone call, and cousin Megan isn't there yet. I just start wandering around the lobby, as I do. And there's a radio station in the lobby. Uh-oh. It's a Sirius XM station for, called Margaritaville Radio. Because why wouldn't it be called Margaritaville Radio? We're in the Margaritaville Hotel. And guess what they play? Songs about margaritas? Yes. And tequila? Yes. And every other Jimmy Buffett song you can imagine. Yeah. So Cheeseburger in Paradise okay. and Fins and Changes in Latitude. Those are the, and Margaritaville. Those are literally the only four Jimmy Buffett songs I can name. And I was there in that studio for an hour and a half, and I could still only name four songs, uh, which I'm getting to. So, and they apparently play, if you, and, and the DJ there, her name is Renee, told us the secret to getting airplay on this station is to write a song about salt. I know where you're going with this. I'm excited. Tequila. Tequila. Margaritas. Yeah. yeah. You, you can get airplay yeah. on, this, on this station if you have a, a thematic song. Yeah. Well, um, I'm looking in the window, and it's a fishbowl, and Miss Renee is in there. I can tell what she's doing. I know exactly what she's doing. She's redoing the same voice track over and over and over and over again until she gets it right. And she's trying to, and then later, she's trying to apologize and explain that, why that, and she's embarrassed by it. I'm like, you have no idea who you're talking to. Or <laughs> he redoes them over and over and over and over and over. Until I get it the way I like it, right? Yeah. But she's doing the morning show, or is pre-taping the morning show, so they're longer bits. So if you mess up, you're like, ah, and you got to go all the way back and do the whole thing again. So, um, she sees people looking at her, and apparently she loves the attention. 
What do you think? She's working in a fishbowl in a hotel in Nashville with one window opening to the street and another opening into the Margaritaville Hotel. And she likes the attention. So she naturally, she opens the door and says, come on in. <laughs> and I mentioned, I, and I tried to mention to her that I, you know, I'm just a mere FM DJ, but I'm curious to see, you know, the equipment and the automation system. And I mentioned, I throw in a few keywords, but I don't know if she perceives. She knows you're legit now. I don't know. I don't know if she listened to any of that because there are certain people um, in life like myself who will talk and fill every moment of dead air. I've never noticed that. I've tried to point it out. <laughs> I've tried, if you don't notice. I've tried to go back to old episodes and see, see this part, Catherine? Frank will tell you that yeah. he will do it. <laughs> I, I am like a wind-up Energizer Bunny. I'm going to keep talking until you stop me and say, wait a minute, Frank. I have an opinion on that. <laughs> because that that's true. what I—that's what I do, yeah. and that's—but that's the training I've got is to fill the dead air. Okay, so uh, apparently, so does Renee have this training because uh, she filled all the dead air. So my take on it was okay, and you—I ju- just sat there and listened. Step back and listen, and you know I can tell you all about her. And then when when cousin Megan showed up, Renee was very excited about that and wanted to tell cousin Megan about all the celebrities she knew in oh, Nashville, like um, the voice of. Goofy's son, Max. Goofy's son, Max? On the cartoons, on Goofy, the Goofy movie? On the Goofy movie, she knows the son, Max. Well, she also knows Goofy, Bill Farmer, and I'm trying to remember okay. the kid's name. It's like Jason uh, something. Wow. I recognized Marsden, Jason Marsden. I recognized, when she said it, I'm like, oh, he's Goofy's son. She's like, yes, yeah, is what I'm trying to tell you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was able to, to know Goofy's son. interject a few little things. Well, yeah, because she's a, a club DJ, party DJ. She's this, you know, I DJ all the private parties for the members of, oh gosh, was it InSync? I think it's InSync. I think it's like Joey Fatone and Chris Kirkpatrick. Nice. The other InSync's, the ones you don't think about. Right. The other two. That, I don't think about any of the InSync's. Oh, but you probably think about um, Justin Timberlake. I really don't. Lance Bass? Yeah, Justin uh, thinks a lot about me, but I don't think about right. him. Well, anyhow, so um, she's talking and talking and telling us all about herself, and we you know, we're trying, we follow her on the Instagram, and she's going on and on about how she just got transferred to mornings, and blah, 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 blah. And the other part of it was my sister Catherine is an actual subscriber to this station and actually nice. listens to it in her car. So as Renee is telling us about all the other DJs on the station, because apparently they did a whole schedule swap, and my sister's legitimately interested in knowing which DJ has moved to which time slot. And I, and to me, it's, it's a, I don't know any of these people. I don't know any of these songs. I, I now feel what it must be like for when people would come by the radio station to see me and have zero gr- uh, frame of reference. And I'd be talking about, well, this, that, blah, 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 and they're just looking at me like, I gotta go. <laughs> so the shoe was on the other foot I mean I was interested in the radio part of it yeah. but I, I didn't particularly care about the, the, the Jimmy Buffett it. part of it or the guy who knows everything about Jimmy Buffett and then we're hearing him you know because he's listening also to the station and he comes on talking about the time Jimmy Buffett injured his foot somewhere uh-huh. and she's like how does he know all this stuff about Jimmy Buffett and I'm like and you're like I don't know but I, I, I need to know something really important did you tell Megan Megan, cousin Megan, cousin Megan, my daughter Megan, or there's so many. See, we have we only have so many names, name? not the same way as my daughter. Okay, uh, the co- cousin Megan is the simplest, purest Megan spelling: M E G A N. Okay, how did Megan, or did you tell Megan M E G A N? Yes. The insider tip that she needs to write a song about tequila margaritas. Yeah, it was pretty much spelled out for okay. her by, by DJ Renee. Okay, good. That, yeah, you got to get salt on the rim or whatever the, the thing is. There's some song about salt. 
I, I don't know yeah. any of these. I mean, but I think that's the key. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that she got that tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's important to me. Well, I'm Megan, glad. M-E-G-A-N. I yes. want you to succeed. And meanwhile, my sister Catherine, C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, <laughs> was working me. Telling me that we have to have Megan and twin sister Erin as guests on the Frank and Friends show. Now, is Erin an E-R-I-N? Yes, they're the okay. simplest, is the purest, simplest spellings. You I can't it. mess it up. So look them up on Spotify. It. It's Megan and Erin. Or they're also on Amazon Music and uh, YouTube. So you can listen to this EP. It's like five songs. We should definitely have them on the Frank and Friends show. But they have to come here, though. I'm not, I mean, you don't want to go to Nashville, but we could see them in action. It's a drive. Oh, it would be it's so cool. Frank and Friends on the road. It's two and a half hours each don't way. Don't worry, Megan and Aaron. Don't worry. We're but, I mean, there's got to be some... I said to them, look, you know how there's a listening room in Nashville and it's very famous and it might be hard to get booked there? So they just opened one in Pigeon Forge. And I know people who have already been booked there and they're no better than you. <laughs> well, you want to be good. honest so yeah. why don't you why don't we get you come on over to Pigeon Forge we'll yeah. get you on the left, that one yeah that's a good idea they're too. just as good there's so many options yeah so I think that'd be good yeah. and then there's songwriting festivals you can get them to come to the uh, Gatlinburg songwriting thing next summer or whatever and maybe if they're they bring back the Biscuit Festival where they have the song competition maybe the biscuit, they can write a song uh, about biscuits I'm sorry to tell you no I'm sorry to tell you that the I'm fairly confident the Biscuit for, uh, Festival is dead forever that is sadder than your pool having to close. You thought the Biscuit Festival was coming back? <laughs> I was hoping. Well, I'm pretty sure the guy in charge of it, I think his marriage broke up, Aww. and he moved on to other things, and it got, you know, it had gotten too big for its britches, and they didn't... I mean, it was sad, because they also, the Biscuit people, used to also run uh, an event that was very near and dear to me. It was called First Night Knoxville. Mm, I don't know so about this. So this was a New Year's Eve party. And they would have, imagine Market Square in Knoxville without um, all the stores. Just vacant, very sad. vacant storefronts or every yeah. other one, like most uh, half vacant. Well, on New Year's Eve, they would take all these empty storefronts and they would put little pop-up shows in them. Oh, fun. Like, um, it could be a klezmer band in one, it could be a blues band in another, or, or bluegrass. And these little music acts and all these ones, you would just get a pass that would let you into all of them and you'd pop around. Well, in the one venue up in the TVA tower, the biggest room they had, they would put Einstein Simplified. Nice. And they, because we, we filled it, actually, we filled it to the brim, like with two or three shows in a night. This is like the original Big Ears Festival. <laughs> well, I guess. Yeah. So but we would have a big night there and we would do shows up until 1145 and then they would have fireworks and uh, the ball drop oh, out on fun. Market Square somewhere. And Aaron Donovan, who used to work with Channel 10, would host it. Well, anyway, that went away because of the Biscuit Festival. They, they, they decided to shift their focus to the Biscuit Festival. Well, now I'm even sadder because this event sounds like a blast. It was a blast. Oh. And, um, and then Aaron Donovan, the next year, they decided the city still had it in the budget. The one thing the city government provided was the fireworks and the ball drop. Everything else was done by this Market Square um, Business Association or whatever it was called. And so they still do the fireworks and the ball Well, that's what happened is Erin Donovan hosted the one year that there's no first night and it's really, it wasn't that exciting. And I guess she thought, yeah. So she decided to go on vacation the next year to visit her family up in Massachusetts. And they're like, what are we going to do? And Erin Donovan says, you know who would do it? I got, I, got, I got someone for you. I got the exact sucker who could come down there and host the fireworks and the ball drop and he'll be fine. And it was me. 
I was just about to say. <laughs> I'm like, who is a sucker who would go ahead and do it and enjoy the time? <laughs> just want, and then up until the pandemic, I would do it. I think I did it six years in a row. Nice. And uh, it's freezing. It was free, be freezing cold or it'd be pouring rain or whatever. Once in a while, we had pleasant weather of all those years. You know, we had every, everything. Freezing, pouring, pleasant, repeat. Freezing, pouring, pleasant. Um, but it was still one of my absolute favorite gigs. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. New Year's Eve is. I know, and I yeah. would, um, and and I would kind of argue with the lady in charge because she would want to play Old Lang Syne at midnight, and I would say, oh, I got a better idea. Everybody plays Old Lang Syne. We'll play Rocky Top. I love it. So that's perfect. I went one year. We played Rocky Top first, and then she came back the next year and said, No, no, no. <laughs> We're playing Old Lang Syne. But it turned out it actually didn't matter because while we were playing Old Lang Syne, while the fireworks were going off, you couldn't hear it. Perfect. So I had, you remember the guys we met at Mama's Farmhouse, the sound guys? Yeah. Well, they worked that event. Oh, okay. So good. I had it all worked out with them. I said, look, you play the old lines, but as soon as the fireworks are over. Rocky Top. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, okay. <laughs> so you get the whole crowd, and it was thousands of people. I've got pictures of taken from rooftops um, at the other end of Market Square, and it's just Filled. I mean, pre-pandemic, you could. We had five thousand plus people wow. crammed in there. Yeah. And once we get the Rocky Top comes on, everybody's doing the Rocky Top and the woo the dance, and, and I'm dancing around like a crazy person. I can't imagine that. I have it on YouTube. I can show you. Okay. I mean, you don't want I, you, you don't want to do it right now for us. I dance. could, but um, yeah, I, I, you you might not want to see it. <laughs> you might you might not. You, this is your last chance. Never have that. In your eyes. Because I don't have to show you. You know? I mean, okay. we can, I can pull it up on YouTube in his heartbeat. But I mean, live is more impressive, I think. Yeah, but I have to... I mean, as much as I, I am beat deaf and don't know the music, I can run, I can run around and, and go, woo, to the tune of Rocky Top in a passable manner. Yeah. That makes people at least laugh. It's supposed to be funny. It's not, I mean, I'm not trying to be, you know, the Osborne Brothers or whomever. Right, of course. But it's like, I mean, I may need to see it. Well, you it's on YouTube. <laughs> All right. You can, anyone can look it up. I mean, right. It's on my you personal YouTube channel. It's it's there like all the, all the years I did it, like five years of it, six right. years of it. I'm going to go check it out. All right. Maybe you can put a clip in it. Well, you know what the problem is, though, is that I get dinged every year for putting in the music to Rocky Top. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, no, I can't. Well, anything else uh, in, in your world, Catherine Freddy? In my world, everything is perfect. I just have to get back to stuffing, stuffing envelopes. envelopes. Well, I've got one more thought about Nashville I want to mention real quick. Okay. It's as I'm standing there in the studio listening to Renee talk about herself, um, I was looking out the window, and I couldn't help but notice the women of Nashville, and I think a lot of them are tourists, mm -hmm. but they all look the same. <laughs> they wear this round hat. <laughs> and this was a warm day, so they had on you know shorts. But it just it's it's almost like that meme. If it were colder weather, it would be just like that meme that says, "This is what a pumpkin spice latte sees before it dies." <laughs> and it's got those a dozen girls who Wearing all the exact same outfit. Well, it's all technically they're all in different outfits, but you can't tell them apart because they're all the outfits are that similar. That's interesting. Because I call it the Nashville uniform. Well, that's why I wear this. Yeah, you stand out. I love it. You know, my bivinic. 
Thank you. My my friend, you know, Suzanne Vinick. She was yeah. an opera singer, and she and turned designer. Lives in L.A. and it's good that, living yeah. as a fashion designer. It's good that you're not wearing the same thing as every Nashville girl. Yeah, I try not to. <laughs> I don't even know what they're wearing. So, well, they're all wearing the same thing. I'll tell you that. And they get on the bicycle, the the, the drinking cart, where you sit there and you have to pedal. You're, you're sitting on this, oh, yeah. and while you're Together. drinking, yeah. and they're all bachelorette mm-hmm. parties. You know, it's it's just one thing after another after another. Well, um, the executive producer just reminded me that uh, we've gone over, time. gone over time on this episode because I was talking so much about Nashville because I couldn't get a word in edgewise when Renee was talking. <laughs> well, you got a word in edgewise tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, uh, watching, liking, listening, subscribing. Smashing that button. Finding us on YouTube, finding us on your favorite podcast app. And, of course, uh, checking out our weekend episodes when we go to various Smoky Mountain adventures. Um, and then uh, we're going to try to do that, this sit-down talk show at least once a week. And then when our schedules open up a little bit, we'll see if we can do more. But right now... We're thankful to have one day a week that we can do it. (laughs) Yes, so thank you for watching. All right. You can find us more uh, of our episodes on frankandfriendshow.com. All right, thanks again. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frank. And we'll talk to you next time.